the podcast very few have asked for. The place where you'll get the truth if you can stay awake long enough. Yes, you've got it. It's SAG Sex. All right, all right. Calm down. Calm down. You put one sign out the front saying free cocaine and beer and this is what happens. Hi everyone. Yep, indeed, Snag Says. Podcast one. Exciting, huh? Yeah, pretty exciting for me. Hopefully somewhat exciting for you, who knows. Um, it's been a long time coming um, and uh, many people have suggested it probably wouldn't happen. But here it is. You can say that you were here uh, at the start when no one gave a shit. Um, and you'll probably be here at the end when even fewer people are giving a shit. But uh, yes, number one. And uh, podcasting. Well, it's absolutely perfect for an introvert like me um, that pretends to be an extrovert. I can talk at you and all sorts of things and can't see you and you can't hit me. So it's a way to be loud and heard without any real commitment, which is pretty much the story of my life. I'll bore you a little bit. Um, podcasting. In Australia, podcasting's uh, very much in its infancy. It certainly um, appears that way to me. Um, it is the new radio in America. Um, it's pretty ungoverned. I know many of you will know this stuff, but um, for those that don't, podcasting is, uh, is free. Um, it's free of uh, commercial interest. Um, that's mainly because not many people make any money out of it, and uh, I certainly won't. So far, I'm, I'm in the hole about five grand so far, and I'm only saying my first words. But that's not the point. The point is that, uh, you know, if you're sick of Coco, Dicko and Chrissy on a FM band, um, and uh, unfortunately community radio is under such pressure from the government who doesn't see any sense in it. But look, I won't get political, and I'll try and keep it light-hearted first up. Um, who am I? Snag. I'm Snag, I guess. Um, I'm a widower. I've got two boys that live with me, uh, 20 and 17. Light of my life, all that boring parent stuff. Won't drive you mad with it, but they're good kids. I've had to do it hard, lost their mother uh, uh, to breast cancer eight years ago. And they are resilient little gents. Um, they've had their moments. Hasn't been easy for them. Um, continues to not be easy in some ways but they're very resilient um, and they live with me and I love them dearly I refer to them as search and destroy um, if you've ever lived with two over six feet tall teenage boys you'll know what I mean it smells they smell they're loud um, nuance is something yet to be discovered but they uh, it's always fun so that's good we live in a little place in Ocean Grove, down on the water in the west coast of Victoria. I like to refer it to as um, refer to it as uh, my house. You probably do the same thing with yours, but uh, the point is that it's nice and quiet. Um, it's very practical, and in the summer it goes off, and it, I like that. It's pretty cool. And Millie, of course, Millie. She's laying here by my feet. She's a brown dog. Um. She's a wonder dog and we love her dearly. Um, and now that I've spoken, she's put her head up because she thinks that might mean food. 
podcasting. So we're going to, uh, what are we going to do with this podcast? Well, this first one is just to introduce the thing to you, really, and for me to get used to it. Um, what the plan will be in the future is to have probably 10 minutes of me, um, if you can stand that much, and probably about 40 minutes of a guest. And uh, the guest will be uh, free to speak about whatever he, she likes. Um, some of them will be famous, some of them will be nobodies. Um, doesn't matter. They will be interesting. Um, yeah. So that's the plan. Ten minutes of me, half an hour of them. You can fast forward, so you don't need to hear my shit. The stuff we'll talk about. Uh, uh, the human condition, you know? Like... We're all doing it. We're sort of doing it in our little silos and pods and we all face the same sort of dramas and trials and tribulations and wins. And we all have a laugh at the same things. And we all, you know, you tend to feel like you're doing things all on your own. And I think it's nice to have a voice occasionally say, well, you know, you're not such a fuck up because listen how big a fuck up I am. So that's what, I'd, what I'm planning to do. The human condition, uh, music, relationships, uh, politics, Trump, Turnbull, um, Hanson, um, pop culture, you know, what's going on? What are the young'uns doing? I'm uh, trying to keep up with what's going on. So that's the general guts of it. Um, personally, I'm a motorcyclist. I have been, it's kept me sane for a long time, continues to, um, the most free a person can feel is uh, on a board a motorcycle, in my view. And uh, thank Christ for motorcycling. And uh, I've got a lot of friends in motorcycling. And uh, there's certain people, motorcyclists, they're people that are quite happy alone in their helmet. So you get, you get a lot of disparate views. Um, motorcycling is something that you do alone. Regardless of how many people are with you, you do it alone. And I love that. A day in a helmet, I can sort any problem out in a helmet. So uh, that's important to me, and I will be touching on that, but I don't want it to become, you know, motorcycling central because who cares? Most of you don't, um, and some of you will. So I'll touch on it on uh, on that sort of basis. Um, we'll talk about yeah, music, and nights out, what's happening in Melbourne, what's happening in Australia, where you want to go, where you don't want to go, how's your relationship going? Are you getting regular sex? Is regular sex necessary? Is a, is a bell necessary on a bike? We'll touch on everything. And that, as I say, that's the beauty of podcasting. You don't have, we don't have to... I can swear. Uh, oh, that's the other thing. If you're easily offended, you know, switch on to... I don't know, John Fane must still be about, is he? John or uh, Neil <laughs> Mitchell. Um, that type of thing. Or, you know, community radio still exists. There's still 3CR and there's PBS and there's Triple R. And thank God they're still there. Um, but even to some extent, they're getting washed out a little bit. Um, I can remember when I first started listening to Triple R, you know, I loved the thought that the the people coming onto the uh, the microphone had just fallen in from a three-day bender after seeing the Saints or, you know, um, some such mad um, punk night out uh, only to sort of bump their head on the microphone and address us. I listen to Triple I now and um, everyone seems to be jogging and eating well. But it's still there and it still is a voice and it's uh, very important. As for mainstream radio, 
seriously, uh, I can't stand it. The ads, uh, the people, everyone's funny. No, they're not. Uh, it's really not funny to laugh at your own jokes for about 10 minutes over the top of each other so we can't tell what you said. Uh, it's annoying. You've got two men and one female. Um, so I think mainstream radio is dead, and I think they're struggling, and uh, I think podcasting is the new way. Now, I might be uh, might be getting out of my league and talking rubbish, but th- you'll get used to that. There's a fair bit of that. I'm opinionated, um, annoyingly so. You reckon it's annoying that side. You want to be me. Um, I'm regularly wrong, like I can't say regularly very well. Regularly wrong. So I'm very happy for you to point that out. Um, go to Facebook, uh, the Facebook page, Nag says. Um, and also there'll be, or there is the website, snagsays.com, and there'll be uh, uh, an email address. So I'm happy to take uh, um, any advice about what you want to talk about. Or if you want to tell me to get rooted about something I said, that's pretty cool. Um, I'm a big fan of argument, sensible argument. Um, sometimes I'm an, ev- an even bigger fan of um, stupid argument. Um, but I've got better at that over the years. Um, I used to be a real prick of a bloke. And now I'm just a bit of a prick of a bloke. So, um, the guests, yeah, we'll, we'll have guests. Um, if you want to get a bit of an idea of what all this is about, perhaps... Um, have a look at um, WTF. I, I use Podcast Addict to look uh, for my podcast, find that good. Um, and Mark Marin is probably the king of pod- podcasting. I'm a big fan of Mark. Uh, Mark's an ex-drug addict, uh, stand-up comic, uh, brutally honest, um, as Jewish as Jewish can possibly be, um, f- massively flawed, uh, hugely intelligent, uh, argumentative, um, self-indulgent, uh, self-obsessed, um, talented, funny, human, but most of all, really honest. And if we can be anywhere near that, I'd be wrapped. That's uh, WTF with Mark Marin, easily found. Um, I, I don't pretend that I can be anything near as good as him, and I don't want to replicate what he does. But um, that's a general theme there, and it's all about honesty. It's just straight-up stuff. If people want to come on here and swear or say controversial things or, um, uh, you know, stuff you won't hear day-to-day, um, I'm more, more than happy for it. Of course, they have to be prepared to be argued with, um, and they have to be prepared to cop it back, um, and I'm well prepared for that. Um, uh, for a living, I'm a journalist, have been for a long time, uh, a bit of a hack, reasonable at it, um, managed to eke out a living, um, writing things, um, uh, mostly sports, motorcycles, cars, I did footy for a while, I worked for the Bulletin for a little while, was writing some human uh, interest stuff, I've worked at Freelance for the Age, which car, wheels, it, it, there's a lot. Uh, most of them have been enterprises about making money. Um, let's face it, that's where, you know, if you don't pay the bills, there's nothing to ride into. So there are realities there. But I like to think that I've told the truth as much as you possibly can. Um, I've written a lot of shit. 
Um, I look back at some of it and it's as much as I can do not to curl up and want to go to bed and think I actually thought that that was reasonable writing. But you do get better at it. And um, also as you get older and particularly having gone through what I have where you lose your partner, the one thing that really happens to you or happened to me, I mean it may not happen to others, many, many things happen to you, but one of them is um, you just don't give a fuck about telling lies anymore. Um, and uh, you don't worry as much about how you're coming off. And we all did that. Let's face it. When I was a young bloke, all I cared about was how I was coming off. No wonder I couldn't get laid. Um, angry, uh, bad-tempered, um, false, uh, all those things that you do. Um, zero cool. Zero cool. Pimply, um, skinny, pretty ugly. No, most of that's still there. Um I started with nothing and I got most of it left. But uh, as you get older and you go through a tragedy, I think every life needs, um, uh, you, need to, you need to have your heart broken. You need to break a heart and you need a tragedy. And uh, I think that's a well-rounded life. Um, and I think that's pretty much what happens to everybody. I think that's, that's the run of things. You pop out of the other side of all that stuff and you realise no one gives a shit. No, nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares whatsoever. Uh, as much as you think they do. Um, you know how we worry about something we said. They've, people have forgotten that after the snick of the door. Uh, you know, they're in their car looking for their uh, their sunglasses. No one's thinking about you. And I find great solace in that, you know. I, you know, when did you, when did you last spend days going, the rest of my life I'm going to criticise that person? You just... You're too busy worrying about yourself. So the beauty of that, of no one giving a fuck, is that, um, you know, you're free to do what you want, really. And subsequent of sort of arriving at the point where I'm human again after, you know, God, grief, you know, grief that I... We will touch on that stuff, but, um, you know, you pop out the other side of going through that maelstrom of fucking horror, Um and you're different. You're different from the day the person closes their eyes, but you're an entirely different person, and it isn't all bad. It makes you introspect, and um, it's made me realise what a cockhead I was, um, worrying about, you know, corporate ladders and, um, you know, did I offend that person and did I, you know, send a card to that person and, oh, no, I hope they don't think I like ABBA and all that. I don't do any of that anymore. And um, the upside of that has been reasonable popularity, which is surprising because I think I'm an asshole. And there's probably quite a few people going, you're proving it so far. So stick with us. Um, I wanted to talk about a couple of things in particular today, um, just simply because I was thinking about it. I was riding home yesterday from the city on a Harley-Davidson uh, Milwaukee 8, which is their new thing, Road King. And it was pissing down, absolutely torrentially pissing down. You're soaking wet, you know. So you're in the helmet and water's dripping down the back of your knackers. It tends to sort of focus your thinking. And I was thinking a bit about Trump, <laughs> good old Trump, and, uh, you know, where he's at. And he's a pretty unsophisticated lump, isn't he? Um Certainly in recent times, one thing I've understood about myself, and I think Trump's helped us with this, 
is that I've been as much a misogynist as anybody else, I reckon. Um, and probably the worst type of misogynist in that I was aware of misogyny and probably just clouded it enough to sort of get away with it. And, uh, you know, critical of women behind their backs and um, generally disparaging. And uh, a few people have sort of woken me up to that by, you know, giving me a slap around the ear. But Trump has absolutely made me aware that women are right. Yeah, you're going to sound like a suck-up and I can hear the blokes going, here we go, he's trying to pull a Sheila. No, I'm not. I'm very happily single and uh, this head seems to keep, uh, keep that situation in, uh, in major play. But what a fucking asshole. I mean, what an asshole. And uh, I think we'll look back at this period with Trump where we actually thank him for social change because most, most, a lot of the blokes I know are talking about this and the locker room bit, you know, I played a lot of footy, um, not very well, um, with a lot of good blokes. It was a university footy team, most of it, so they were smart. And um, I've been in plenty of locker rooms and it's just not like that. I mean, no one talks about... You, you had your cockheads who would talk about knocking off birds. Clifto, if you're still alive, mate, you come to mind. Uh, but mostly it was about... If you, if there was any bravado talk, it was all about, you know, um, how popular you might be with the girls, which, you know, never affected me. Affected a few of the boys in our footy club, I can remember. Not so much me. Um, so... That bit about sort of predatory uh, behaviour and what you can get away with, that's the bit that I, I struggle with. It's really rapey. He's rapey. And that's weird. Now, I've never, that's one thing I've never understood. Sexual assault. or Surely the enjoyment of sex is mostly to be found in the enjoyment of the partner. Now, that's the norm. I'm sure that's the norm. The thought of someone actually not wanting the advance, I get, you know, that, you know, especially the young person, there's a degree of game playing in regard to hopefully getting laid. We all do that. We've got girls and boys. I mean, that's normal. That's the, that's the game play of the circle of life, you know, courting and chasing each other and that sort of thing. We all know that. Um, but uh, as for no not meaning no is absolutely alien to just about everybody I know. And it makes me think, this this guy... Oh, the, yeah, I wanted to talk about Yeah, I'm going to move around a bit. Grab him by the pussy. Now, I don't get grab him by the pussy. Like, it's a really odd choice of words. You grab him by the pussy. First, you grab. What are you trying to do? Carry them? Are you going to put them in the boot? Probably, if you're Trump. Uh, like it's a handle, I'm going to grab them by the pussy because I've got this utilitarian job I need to do. And if you grab them by the pussy, uh, you, you gain a, a decent handhold. I don't uh, grab them by the pussy, on the pussy, just as wrong, but not as nonsensical. I grab them by the, the pussy, and then I just start kissing them. Now, we've all had an advance where we've tried to kiss somebody uh, 
certainly not, hopefully not in a predatory manner, but where the advance has been, no, you know, fairly solidly turned down. Mate, that leaves you for the rest of the year thinking about not doing that again. I mean, the horror and the embarrassment, um, that's there to teach you, you know, be pretty sure of your kisses before you go from. Well, he's bunging that orange jack-o'-lantern melon with the bloody dead marsupial on it of a head uh, and those pudgy bloody radial tyre lips towards women, you know, a quarter of his age. And because they love that, don't they? Young women really love old guys. Not. If you're not, if you think you're going to pull a young, uh, gorgeous w- uh, woman uh, with any hope to a relationship of any note when you're my age, and he's 70. Fuck, I'm not 70. Um, I'm 55, which is, you know, let's face it, 55, it's, you just about had the gong. But he's knackered. And he wants to run the world. Uh, uh, from a rapey position. It's absolutely astounding to me. And anyone that tells you that he's going to win, oh, you know, just slap him hard upside the ear. He was never going to win. Um, he's not going to win now. Now, Clinton, right? Everyone's going to go, oh, that bitch will be locked up. For starters, why bitch? Why is every time there's a criticism of Hillary Clinton, does it have a gender component? Criticise her as a person, go for your life. Um, I'm sure she's not perfect, and I know that there's certain elements of uh, her character which are pretty horrible. But there's certain elements of my character that are pretty horrible too. And uh, if we're all really honest, there's certain elements of all that characters. But we're not running around trying to impress snotty-nosed frat boys who happen to get a gig on a television morning show uh, that we can uh, we can touch women whether they like it or not. I'm absolutely standard by that. And I think it was the turning point. Um, he was pretty well knackered from the start for any thinking person, but no one ever went broke underestimating, underestimating the intelligence of the average American, let's be honest. Fuck, that's a joint full of dickheads. There's some really good people in America, but fuck me. They are absolutely overrepresented when it comes to knob, knobs. Uh, and we're not a long, long way behind them. Um, so uh, where was that going? Look, bottom line is he can't win. Um, hopefully this podcast is out before uh, the election, so I'm proven correct. Uh, otherwise, I'll probably have to edit there um, and say what a good bloke he is. Um, he's not a good bloke. He's a big assemblage of fucking shortcomings um, who needs a clip behind the ear and... Uh, Hugh Hefner style, uh, locked up in a big mansion to wander around and yell at the staff, Mexican staff. So that's uh, that's Trump. I'm sure he'll do something else between now and then that renders most of what I've said um, redundant in its shock value, but uh, it's uh, not redundant right now. So hopefully, upside from uh, the Donald... That's it, the Donald. What's that start? How do we? How does he get an article at the start of his name? I mean, like, in case you weren't sure which Donald, it's the Donald. That's why you have a last name. That's Trump. Sort of tells you which Donald. 
Anyway, I'd rather see fucking Donald Duck get the gig. Uh, he couldn't do it any worse. And uh, rather, you know, he's a reasonable duck. Trump, done. Uh, what's next? I've written a few things down. I should be a bit more organised. Um, there's a few things I've been doing on Facebook, which um just things I do for fun. And um, they seem to, you know, people seem to engage with them. I'm just going to drink a cup of tea. That's the other thing. I drink about 50 cups of tea a day because I've stopped smoking and now I'll just die of tea. Whatever it is. Is it tea cancerous? Whatever. Oh, that's what's going to kill me. I'll drown. Um, so uh, cigarettes are bad and cups of tea are good. Um, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. Uh, things that I do on Facebook that some people seem to strangely enjoy. Uh, one is Snag Bullet. Now, we will have Snag Bullet. Uh, when you hear this, you'll know it's time for Snag Bullet. Now, Snag Bullet started out uh, where I thought, now, if I was going to shoot somebody, who would it be? And... Uh, I started out with, uh, you know, it started out just a bit of fun, you know. Even Ross Noble got one. I mean, now I look at how snag bullet is, it's become very serious. So I'd probably take Ross's back. So it started out just people that used to annoy me. But then it sort of, it uh, it evolved into people that actually probably really do need a bullet in the head. And uh, strangely, I'm up to 118 of them. Now that worries me because it means that I'm weird enough to think that 118 people so far... And it's only been going about five years. So it's a, you know, that's, uh, what's that? 40 taxis, 30 taxis full of people. Look at it that way. Or, you know, um, uh, the average uh, the average intelligence of, um, I don't know where I'm going with that. That's got nothing. No one's happy with that, as the great Jimmy Pardo would say. Uh, that's another one, Jimmy Pardo, um, Never Not Funny. That's a podcast. Have a listen to that. That's a pisser. So as you can see, I'll make mistakes and I won't cut. Well, I might cut, but some things will have to be cut. But I've just cocked something up royally and I'm leaving that in. Uh, yeah, snag bullet. So uh, 118 people have felt the ire of uh, of snag bullet and... Uh, you know, it's, it's prompted a conversation on Facebook. Oh, hey, you know, pub, uh, capital punishment. Well, that's a great argument, isn't it? Well, I've got a view on capital punishment. I think it's wrong. I think you shouldn't. Uh, we shouldn't be shooting people. And I've got a view on capital punishment where I think it's right. I think certain people, for, for, you know, forfeit the right to wander around um, free. People like that prick that killed that gorgeous girl in uh, Brunswick. What was that? Jill Maher. I'd happily tear him apart with my hands. Martin Bryant. He can go. But, yes, what right has the state got to be killing people? None, as far as I'm concerned. And at the same time, these people need to go. So I'm for capital punishment and I'm against capital punishment. But you might say, well, that's confusing. That's not really holding a view. Well, a great friend of mine, Guy Allen, once told me, he said, you don't have to uh, 
you don't have to hold a view. You can hold two opposing views and it's all right. So that's where I'm at. I'm dead against capital punishment and I'm 100% for it. You're thinking that through, aren't you? So snag bullet, you'll hear that sound effect and that week we'll talk about a certain person that really needs to slowly bleed out. And I'm sure you've got them. Um, you know, there were these, uh, these uh, pedophile people, you know, that consider sex with children's all right. That's not all right. That's, there's no world that that's right, all right. Um, and do we need, you know, we're overpopulated. Do we need shit like that walking around? Probably not. Anyway, don't want to get too serious on that. But there will be snag bullets. And sometimes they have a bit of fun. And I'll take the piss with it. Uh, and sometimes I'll take the piss out of you. And sometimes you'll take the piss out of me. Um, we'll take the piss out of the guest. The guest thinks they're going to come on here and get a nice light little interview. They're dreaming. So if you're asked to be a guest on Snag Says... Uh, bear, bear in mind it might not be easy all right you may uh, you may want me dead you may have your own bullets also we'll have growl of the week now growl of the week will have its own sound effect which i'll play now when you hear that you know it's growl of the week that's something where we just want to rip into somebody or something something we really don't like um, and i'm happy to take uh, your uh, your suggestions there via Facebook or via the website. And uh, we'll talk about something you don't like. Uh, don't worry about that. And we'll rip the shit case out of it. Um, I will uh, get Search and Destroy on here from time to time. They can have a chat. You might contact me and say, oh, look, you should be interviewing me. Um, and put a case as to why. Um, and, you know, we'll look at you. Um and also, I will be irreverent and I will say things for humour that may offend. I'll tell you that right now. Someone said to me, will your podcast be family-friendly, Snag? And I said, if your family is the Manson family, yes. It won't be family-friendly. It won't be uh, lewd. And it won't be purposely disgusting. It could be accidentally disgusting. So that's what you want. I should have called it accidentally disgusting, really, shouldn't I? There's a thought. Write that down. I'm an ideas man. You gave me that idea. Thanks for that. Uh, yes, if the kids are about, um, you might hear words like pudenda. Look it up. Um, you know, scrotums and anuses and, um, you know, vaginas and clitorises. Uh Fuck and cunt will be said. Uh, what else is offensive? I don't think I'll be racist because I don't like racism. I don't, and I don't think there's many places where it's funny. Uh, so probably won't be that. Um, my politics are slightly left, but I'm more than happy to realise that. Um, Chart, uh, you know, Chardonnay sucking, uh, bloody Ligon Street lefties are full of shit as much as uh, uh, Roval Richies with their speedboats and uh, white shoes. So uh, slightly left, uh, moderate lefty, but, you know, 
I realise they're full of shit as well. So everyone will cop a bit. There's enough to go around. It's like uh, the other night I was here and we had a plate of jelly. And uh, uh, Spencer said there's not enough to go around. So I gave it a hit in the middle and everyone got a bit. And that's what it'll be like. This, this podcast will be a plate of political jelly and everyone will get a bit, including you. So toughen up, put your helmet on. Don't be a sook. Um, most of it will be happy, hopefully. Love your kids. That's my main gear. Treat people reasonably and love your kids. Having said that, um, there are people that just astound me. Um, we'll touch on uh, spirituality, which uh, is interesting. Um, we'll touch on theology, which is ridiculous. Well, not so much theology. Religion's ridiculous. If, oh, yeah, if you buy in any way religious, get out of here because you'll hate this because I am a militant atheist. And if you're not, have a good look at yourself. Um, so I will rip the shit case out of religion. All types, that's the upside. I'm not an Islamophobe. I'm not a Christianophobe. I'm a religionophobe. Because what a fucking fairy story. And not even a well-written one. Have you read that book? Jesus. Talk about... How many begats can you have? Jesus Christ. You know, distill it down. Perhaps a mini-series. Really. I mean, a magician. A magician with a funny hat. Anyway. So anyone that's uh, religious, uh, doesn't like the C word, um, can't handle... Uh, political piss take uh, isn't into uh, loud music just about get rid of what most of you I know if you're still here I'm surprised you are so the, this is our intro to uh, Snag Says um, I'm not going to keep you a whole lot longer because I just wanted to make this one short get it out there um, say hello to you let me know let you know I'm about it's on it's going to happen. I will take advertising uh, possibilities from time to time, but they'll be set in my way and it'll be products that I believe in. But I don't think I'm going to have a lot of trouble there because I don't think anyone gives a shit to podcast, you know, to advertise on my podcast with its eight and a half people. So it's probably not going to be an issue. But, uh, you know, from time to time a sponsor may pop up, but uh, I'll probably rip the shit case out of them as well. So... For now, thanks for listening. Um, as I say, it'll be once a week. I think Monday morning you can download uh, via Facebook, the Facebook page. Uh, you can download on iTunes, I believe. Um, give me a minute to make sure that that's all working. Uh, and you should be able to get it off SoundCloud and also the website will have a link. So snagsays.com is the website. Um, it's not all singing and all dancing, mainly because I'm lazy prick um, and a little bit light on for ability. But um, Spencer, my wondrous son, who I refer to as Pencil Neck, um, is pretty handy with that shit. So he might sort that for me. So please download and take the opportunity to rate me on iTunes, good, bad or indifferent, I don't care. Don't like it, say it's a bucket of. I'm good with that. But do something with it. 
Um, stay in touch. Tell me what you want. And the new format, as from next week, will be 10 minutes of me talking rubbish like this. Probably snag bullet, growl of the week, that sort of thing. Hopefully I'll be able to get these cocaine heads out of my um, studio. You know, so it's groupies and everything already. Didn't take long, did it? Uh, anyway, um, so that's it, guys. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks for uh, giving enough of a shit. Hope I haven't bored you too much. I'll try and be funnier. You know, sometimes I'm funny. I'm not very funny today. Um, uh, and sometimes I'm even more annoying. So come for the ride. I've been Snag. This has been Snag Says Podcast One. Thanks. See ya.